Welcome to The Coordinated Wedding, where we talk about real weddings and real couples through the eyes of wedding coordinators and planners who are dedicated to giving you and your loved ones a stress-free day to remember. I'm Jessica Tung, the owner of Wichita Coordination, and these are our stories. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Coordinated Wedding. It's Kayla with you again, and this time I have Allie with me. I don't think she's been on the podcast before, and we are super excited to share with you about a wedding that we worked in Independence a few weekends ago. Yeah, hey, it's Allie. Um, This is, I think, my first time on the podcast, and Kayla and I have been working a few weddings together, so we'll be um, hitting you with a few back-to-back probably, but I'm really excited to hop on and get to... Um, share with all of you. So yeah, like she said, um, we're going to talk about a wedding we worked in Independence, Kansas um, in September. It was September 26th um, and it was with Tabitha and Chad. Um, So yeah. So they had their wedding at the Catholic Church in Independence. I think it was St. Andrews. Um, It's a gorgeous little church out there. Their ceremony was beautiful. Um, And then they had their reception at the the Memorial Hall Civic Center up there, which was also, it was a gorgeous setup. And for their table decorations, they had this really cool thing that they had going on. Each of the tables were different, but they were all based around a place that they had visited together in their relationship. So it was kind of like a whole travel the world almost kind of theme going on throughout the whole wedding. And it was just really unique. And it was, it's just so cool to see how every wedding is unique to the couples. Yeah, it was really cool Um, with those centerpieces, like she said. So every table was a different location. They had traveled together, um, but all the centerpieces were tied together by using some of the same base elements to the centerpiece. Um, Like all of them had greenery, um, had a mirror laid down. A lot of them had a square wooden platform, I think, on all of them. Um, And then there were unique things based on where they were like some of them that were like a beach location had you know sand and little seashells um on one of them there was a live fish it was a beta fish I don't remember what location it was that they had traveled to do you yeah I don't remember either it might have been a beach but I don't remember it was either a beach or an aquarium or like a river or something Mm -hmm. um but yeah they had a they had a live beta fish in a fish tank as one of the centerpieces, which was so cool. Um, so they had that out and then brought its little container to put the fish in to fridge travel back home. <laughs> so that was really funny. Um, what else did they have? I'm trying to remember. They had a lot of just little, it was like little unique things from all the places that they had been. I think one of them uh, wasn't it was New Orleans and they had like all the beads and like little masks on the table and they had like poker cards for Las Vegas and all like little dice and everything. It was, it was just so cool to see. And their flowers, their flowers were gorgeous. They were all like these hydrangea bouquets and they were just like so fresh and it was like that extra little pop of green that just went so well with the dresses. It was, oh, it was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, florals, they were done by Hasselman's Floral Shop, um, which I had never heard of, but like she said, they were stunning bouquets. They just 
brought out a pop, like she said. Um, and then they had awesome bridesmaids dresses and Tabitha's dress was gorgeous. It was. Um, all the bridesmaids dresses were from Birdie Gray. They ordered online, um, which is just an awesome website. Super easy to get your dresses through. Um, and then the wedding dress that Tabitha had was from Bella Vale Bridal Boutique, which is in Newton. Um, that's actually where I got my dress from too. Um, but I got married earlier this year, so I am a huge fan of Bella Vale, hands down my favorite shop. Um, Erica, who owns it, is awesome. But yeah, Tabitha's dress was gorgeous. Um, no, yeah, definitely. It was just this simple sheath almost dress with, it was a, not a simple train, it was like a smaller train, but at the same time, like the lace detailing on it was so gorgeous. Um, we did run into a couple problems later in the night though, just because she was dancing so much. It was so fun to see. She was having a great time. But since it was like the heavier lace, um, the bustle kept coming undone. So we had to rebustle her dress a couple times. It was no big deal. Um, but it was just kind of one of those funny things that it's not a bad thing that happens in the wedding. It's just like one of those one little unexpected things that we're there to help out with. It's like, oh no, the train's falling down again. But we got it all worked out. Yeah, so, um, and this wedding, we initially, um, they actually did all of the setup for the most part the day before. Um, Tabitha actually had a personal attendant helping her out. Her name was Ashley and she was awesome. Um, so she kind of helped work with us throughout the day. Um, and the day before they went and did majority of all the setup of their decor at the reception space. Um, so when we first arrived, um, of course, like we said, it was in independence. So um, Kayla and I had a fun little road trip for our first wedding working together. Um, but when we, when we got out there, we initially just kind of helped make sure everybody was on schedule um, and we're really just helping out the photographer um, which was Sarah Reith. Um, she is amazing. Um, I've been able to work with her a few times recently, and I am such a huge fan of her work. I know Kayla is too. Um, so initially, you know, we just helped make sure everybody was ready to go. They did um, a first look, did some pictures with that, um, and then we made sure everybody was getting to the right place for um, family photos, which were done before the ceremony um, in the church. So we kind of helped coordinate those and just do whatever, um, needed done, really just running point with Sarah, um, to make sure everybody was where she needed them to be. Um, yeah. Anything else we did before? Um, so after the pictures were done and guests were starting to arrive, we kind of helped guide the bridal party back over, um, to the school. And then when it was time for everyone to queue up for the um, what's it called? I'm a coordinator. Processional. That, okay, that is the right word. The processional. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's a Tuesday. I'm, I'm struggling. It's okay. Um, but when we queued everyone up for the processional, we just kind of helped take the bouquets over. And I was holding the bride's bouquet the entire time while we were waiting, just because it was a gorgeous bouquet, but it was massive. <laughs> like it was huge. It was gorgeous, but like, it's heavy. You don't think about how heavy those giant bouquets are, but like the bride has to sit there and hold it the entire time. So just to kind of help her out, 
right up until she walked down the aisle. I was holding that for her just so <laughs> she didn't have to do it the entire time. But no, we queued everyone up for the processional. We, um, Allie actually helped our little ring bearer because he almost had a little meltdown. But, oh my gosh, I'm convinced ring bear, flower girls, they, they're the stars of the show. That's that's why people go to the weddings, obviously, right? Um, but so he didn't want to walk down the aisle. So Allie just kind of helped him and she talked to him and <laughs> we got him to walk down the aisle. It, they're, they're so cute. I love them so much. They're, they're always one of my favorite parts of weddings is just seeing the little ring bear and flower girls. Um, but so yeah, it, the whole ceremony went super smooth. Um, I don't think we really ran into any unexpected hiccups there. And then after the ceremony, we helped get everyone outside so they could do their, was it a bubble exit or a flower? We did some sort of grand exit. Maybe flowers or I think it was flowers. Something. I think, yeah. I um, think it was a petal exit. Where they did down the, down mm-hmm. the front steps in front of the church yeah. um, to get into their limo yeah. that they had. So that was cool. Yeah, so we helped them with that, and then after they got into the limo and did their little exit, um, we gathered all of the gifts in the cards from the church, and we took them over to the reception hall. Yeah, and then we got to the reception hall um, along with Ashley, the personal attendant, um, and like we said, a lot of the things were already set up, um, so we just kind of, you know, went around, touched base with Ashley on what additional um, setup was needed, any final touches, different things. Um, the caterers were there setting up by that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe cake and cupcakes were arriving too yeah. and getting set up. Um, DJ was there getting set up. So we kind of had a chance to just meet with vendors, make sure we were set on different things for the schedule, um, for the rest of the day. Um, and yeah, there wasn't a whole lot that needed set up. Mm-hmm. We we prepared some, what was it, for their entrance. They were like little map cones. They had taken old different like just maps and they had turned them into little cones to hold, I believe it was dried lavender. It was some kind of dried little herb for like, for the confetti for the grand exit. Our entrance? It was going to be either the grand entrance or grand exit. They were going to do a whole thing, but then they ended up deciding not to do it. It was a little little bit windy, and they didn't want it to get into anyone's eyes, so they kind of decided to nix that at the last second, which sometimes it happens. Plans change, and that's okay. We go with the flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just made sure those were set up, so we stuffed those. Mm-hmm. Um, lit candles, turned on LED lights. Um, we, we did chat with the DJ for a little while, um, and helped kind of figure out where the best placement was for, um, this really cool personalized, um, spotlight that he centered right on the dance floor that was, um, monogrammed with Tabitha and Chad on it. Um, and I believe their wedding date, mm-hmm. um, and it had a cool little border to it. So he got that, um, centered right on the dance floor, um, and what was the DJ? He was with um, Live Event Missouri. Um, so I believe he said he travels anywhere in Kansas and Missouri. And um, from what I can tell on their you know, social media pages and website, they're a very high demand DJ. Um, he was awesome. He was fantastic. He, he was. 
he kept the whole night going, kept the party going, um, and yeah, worked really well, of course, with us and the photographer. All the vendors were amazing. Um, the catering was Italian food that was delicious. It was from Brothers Railroad Inn. Um, and then the cake was made by someone named Janice. I believe she was a friend. I believe she was a family um, friend, friend yeah. or family. So um, she made a cake for them to cut and then tons of cupcakes that were probably, what, four or five different flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were all so good. We had to try a few. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they were there just getting set up. Um, the venue point person was there as well and he was there kind of all night. Um, his name was Brian that was... Um, with that Memorial Hall Civic Center. So he was there all night and actually helped us do some teardown later. But um, yeah, before the reception, really, it was just kind of lighting candles, turning on lights, different final touches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is one of the things sometimes, and that's totally okay, like everyone or they had everything set up beforehand, which was also kind of nice because that gave us chance, like, before the actual reception, after the ceremony, to just kind of prep and plan with all the vendors, like our plan to execute the rest of the evening. And I think we were running a little bit early, so we were trying to kind of figure out with all the vendors if we could kind of speed up the timeline a little bit, that way we could have dinner earlier and the guests weren't just kind of like standing around waiting, which sometimes that happens and that's totally okay. That's what we're here for. We're here to kind of be the go-between between all the vendors to see if we can like speed up the timeline that way everything still goes smoothly for you guys which that way you guys don't have to worry about that and we can do all of that for you yeah yeah um and they went off kind of before the reception the whole bridal party went off with sarah to do photos i know they went to a couple different places to do um bridal party photos as well as just bride and groom bridal photos and they went off to a park but they had a sweet limo ride. Um, and when they arrived, they they did cool limousine pictures with the bride and groom, which was really cool. We snuck out and kind of watched that happen um, where, you know, they had him give him a kiss through the, through the little window um, in the door of the limousine and different things. So um, Sarah kind of ran that and had Tabitha's dress just flowing out of the limo. Um, they were awesome. They were such cool pictures. And I actually haven't seen the finished photos yet. And I need to go find those because I am so excited to see them. They were such cool shots. From there, um, that's when they were, were thinking about doing that grand entrance with the with the cones and dried lavender. Um, but didn't want to do that. They didn't want to get in people's faces or stuck on the dresses with how windy it was. Um, so they then did just a grand entrance. They had everybody in the bridal party announced, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did that. And then right after that, they said the blessing. The father of the bride said the blessing. And then they all went through the food line. And we, before everyone went through the food line, We got plates for the bride and groom. That way they didn't have to worry about it. And it was this amazing Italian pasta and it was so good. Um, And then after dinner, they just kind of went into cake cutting 
and then they did first dances. Um, and then I believe, or was it before or after first dances that they went out and did sunset pictures with Sarah and they were gorgeous. Like, oh my gosh, the sunset was so beautiful that night. And at that point in time, the wind had died down just enough. So it was like a gentle breeze, which was perfect. She had her second shooter kind of help with the, um, wow, I'm really struggling tonight. It's a veil. <laughs> I know what it's called. It's a veil. I even work in a bridal shop. Like that's my job. I sit there and I try to find brides their perfect gown and like all the accessories and the veils. Like I, I know what these things are called. I promise I'm just struggling tonight. Um, but she had her second shooter, like hold the veil and like throw it up. So it would get caught in the wind and they were just, oh, I am so excited to see those two. Like she, she just does such an amazing job and the pictures were gorgeous. But, and then after sunset pictures, was that when they came in the first dances? I think they did those before, and the, or they may have shifted to after. I know we kind of shif shifted some things mm -hmm. around. I think because the sunset time was a little different right, than yeah. we had anticipated, which I think has been happening a lot lately. It where, has. Where then, yeah. what's nice about that being during the reception is that you can then just shift some of those elements around, like doing those first dances right after you get back mm -hmm. instead of beforehand, um, which, I mean, as long as the DJ, we always defer to the DJ about what they think is best because um, they want to ensure that once we get a party started at the reception right. that we don't stop that energy um, and different things like that, which sometimes they think of a better way to do it than we do. Um, mm -hmm. of how to do the different things. Oh, and the one thing they also did earlier was the shoe game. Um, that DJ, I think, had like the best list of questions for the he shoe really game did. that I have ever heard. Mm -hmm. They were such good questions. Um, so that's always really funny to watch them do um, and just see how much the guests get into it is always entertaining. Um, but yeah, I think they came back and did their, their first dances um, and... They did bouquet and garter toss. No, at some point they did speeches. Those were some of the best speeches I've ever heard. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, though, the best man speech almost had me crying. Like, I was on the verge of tears. And, like, I tear up a lot at weddings because they're all so beautiful in their own unique way. But like, he just, oh my gosh, he had the sweetest speech. And my fiance, he actually has to write a best man speech for his best friend. Um, his wedding is in a couple weeks and he hasn't actually started yet. And I really, really wish I would have recorded that speech so he would be able to not, not copy off of it, but be like, oh, hey, this is what an amazing best man speech sounds like, but it's fine. He'll, he'll do great. Um, but so we did the speeches. I'm trying to think. Oh yeah. So the father of the bride also, um, during his toast, he gave one right after the um, maid of honor and the best man. And he had the funniest first line of his toast. And it <laughs> may not necessarily be the most appropriate thing to say on this podcast, but if it's not, it's okay. We can edit it out. But if it's not edited out, well, here you go. So it was in preparing this, I have learned that wedding speeches are a lot like children. They're a lot more fun to conceive than they are to deliver. <laughs> and it was it was just so funny. It kind of set the mood and like the tone for the rest of his speech. 
Like he was this super sweet, like tougher looking guy. But at the same point in time, it's his little girl who just got married. And like, uh, it was just, it was so sweet and it was so fun. And just, they were such an amazing couple and their families were just, you can just feel the love. Yeah, yeah. No, that line though, it, it that was, was really the fun. best opening line. Especially because some people were tearing up after the other speeches right. and then everybody just like stopped for a second when he said that and just busted out laughing. I know Kayla and I just looked at each other and cracked up and we're like, we need to write that down and keep that because that is hilarious. Um, so Which I'm that was really did. funny. And then, yeah, then of course he had the sweetest speech about his daughter. All of those speeches I was like amazed by. Um, and then, yeah, they did... And their first dances, the daddy-daughter dance was so sweet too. Um, all of it, like you're saying, like you could just tell how much love there was from the families, from everybody there. Um, it was just a really cool thing to witness, you know? It was a really neat dynamic to see. It was, they were definitely a very tight-knit family and you can just tell by being at the wedding. Yeah. So what, yeah. what else do we do before? Was there any other before teardown? Before teardown? I think that was just about it. But teardown in and of itself, we started taking down like small elements, not super early, but since there was so much to take down, we kind of went around a good hour to hour and a half before um, the reception was supposed to end. Um, oh, actually, they did a fake sparkler exit with the immediate family. And that was super cool. Um, it took a minute to get all the all the sparklers lit, but it looked really cool when we finally got it going. Yeah, sparklers can be a challenge. They yeah. just that that sole point just to get them lit. For some reason, they're so much harder to light a sparkler with a lighter it than is, off yeah. of another sparkler. So as soon as you can get just a couple one. lit, yeah. um, we all what we've been doing, we always recommend starting you know, if you have people lined up on both sides of the couple, um, making a kind of, you know, tunnel, then start in the middle of those, of those rows. Um, that way they can light each other's sparklers off of each other and it goes out from the middle. Um, yeah, because some reason lighting a sparkler with a lighter is so mm-hmm. much harder, but yeah, that turned out really it, well. It really did. Um, so actually on that, one thing that we definitely forgot to mention was their little favors that they had. They had these adorable little like travel suitcases stuffed with, I think it was peanut butter cups. I think like little mini peanut butter cups. And they had some old suitcases that they had found, like old, like vintage, like trunks. And they had stacked those on the tables, like with the favors, like as the decorations. And that was super cool. Um... But they had a seating chart as well, which I'm trying to remember. The table names, that's what it was. How they had the table names is they had the table names as the different places that they had visited. Like one of them was Normal, um, which I didn't even realize was like a city. There was, I'm trying to think of one of the other random ones that we didn't realize was a city. Lost Luggage. Yeah. We were like, where are these? So we had to look them up. But like some of the more like ones that you're used to are like Tulsa and St. Louis and Dallas, 
Like, they had some really, really cool places that they had visited. And, like, with that, they had really neat, like, different theme decorations. And definitely bouncing a little bit back and forth on that. Um, But, so, after the fake exit, we started taking down things just, like, a little by little. Just because there was so much to take down. Um, And then, once they actually left, everyone else started to leave with them. And we were there for a good hour to almost two hours, maybe? No, it was like an hour to hour and a half after everyone else left. I'm tearing everything down and putting it away. But it was nice because everything went back to the same place. Um, it Actually, it was two places. It either went to Tabitha or it went to the rental company, which was super nice because like packing everything back up, It was a little confusing just because (laughs) there was so much different stuff, but that's okay. Like, that's one nice thing about the rental companies is they give you lists of the things that they have and then you can just put those back in the boxes, which makes a big difference. Yeah. (coughs) The main, there was some stuff that did, that was brought by Tabitha. So we had a list Mm -hmm. of what those items were. um, So we could pack all that up separately um, and get that loaded into vehicles. Um, cause we also loaded up like all the cards and gifts, mm-hmm. leftover cupcakes, different things all went into different vehicles. Um, and then, <coughs> yeah, we made sure Tabitha's items were boxed separately and then all the different boxes and, um, totes that we had provided by the rental company. Um, like she said, they typically provide a list and try to label their boxes so that we know kind of what goes back into what. Um, Like she said, there was just so much decor, which was amazing, Um, but it did get a little bit confusing just figuring out where it all went back, especially because we didn't really set it up. So we were trying to just, you know, pull out boxes and figure out what went into what box and find the labeling and different things like that. Um, So just initially, you know, seeing how it was all organized was a little bit, took a second, you know, just to get figured out. Um, But it all worked out really well. Um, We got it all packed up. We got all the rentals fit in the back of one pickup truck, which was very impressed with ourselves, honestly. Very impressed because there was a lot. They had a backdrop um, behind the head table and that was a lot to tear down because it it's kind of like one of your not standard but like your photography backdrops it's got like the poles and then like the cloth that you hang from the top of it so it's it's kind of a beast to set up and tear down like it doesn't take up a lot of room which is super nice and why they're fantastic and um all the cloths just go into like one box so like it doesn't take up a lot of room per se but like the process of setting it up and tearing it down it it takes a hot second to do yeah we had to have a couple guys help us um get those get those poles back down and get that broken down um because those yeah are just a little tricky and to not knock it over you know you have to be careful and it takes a minute um but yeah they had that propped up behind their head table um which was really cool what else anything else that came up Teardown was pretty, I mean, nothing crazy happened. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some people that stayed back and helped. Um, Just always Ashley, Ashley was there, the personal attendant. And then um, 
some of the bridal parties stuck around, especially the guys were super helpful. Um, and then the parents stayed back, Tabitha's parents, because we were loading all the rentals into their vehicle for them to return to the rental company. Um, so yeah. Okay, but also the decorations on the head table were gorgeous. Like, it was so pretty. It was a bunch of, um, I want to say candelabras, but I don't think that's what they are. Are they candelabras? I think so. They had a couple of those on there. And then they had, like, rhinestone-covered vases to hold the bouquets in, which always love when they incorporate the bridesmaids' bouquets on the head table because it's just, like, that little extra piece um, to add to the head table, just, like, the floral so you don't have to get extra. And then they had the eucalyptus garland strand all across the front of the table. And they had um, little fairy lights entwined in those, which super pretty. And then they also, one of like the unique things that they'll do sometimes is um, they had golden chargers for all of the head table. And then they had like little crystal goblets up there for them as well. And that just, it was a really nice, just like overall finishing touch for that table just to make it a little more unique than the others, even though every table is unique. (laughs) Because the goblets were rented, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that a couple times recently where just those crystal goblets, whether they be clear or um, a certain color, really set the head table and just pull in sparkle. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times then they just use it for water, but um, it makes it look great. So, yeah. a gorgeous wedding day and oh it was and the weather was perfect it was. wasn't too windy mm-hmm. um and independence was was yeah. so cute such a cute little town so yeah, yeah absolutely it was a great day it was well i think that about wraps everything up so we will see you guys next time see you next time bye, bye.